Liz Rao definitely has a quirky sense of humor. She's an author and now a podcast host. But recently, she's undergone a major change in her life. VSG Bariatric Surgery. Now she's on a journey to discover health and happiness. Join her as she navigates this new world. This is Life with Liz. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to today's podcast. So I talk a lot about my website and the fact that I have a bariatric warrior sweatshirt. And I want to talk about why this sweatshirt is so important to me. And it's not because it's merchandise that's on my website. That's not it. It's because to me, bariatric warrior is a mentality. Does that make sense? No? Okay, let me explain. So I often talk about this sweatshirt because it's always at the forefront of my mind. And I really kind of thought, oh, it's it's understandable, it's relatable, people are going to get it. Well, maybe not. Maybe let me explain where I'm coming from when I say I'm a bariatric warrior. Bariatric surgery, and I had specifically VSG surgery, it... It's a mentality at this point, and bariatric warrior is a mentality that I carry with me day in and day out, So, because no one can take this journey for us. There are so many reasons why these surgeries fail, but at the end of the day, it's on us. Nobody is taking this path for us. Nobody else is going in and having 80% of their stomach cut out. No one else understands the feeling of when you take one sip too many or one bite too much and you feel like you're going to throw up or like your stomach hurts. Nobody else is walking this path. It is you and you alone. So when you have bariatric surgery, it's a lifestyle, right? You go through classes, you talk to nutritionists, you talk to counselors because they need to make sure that you're serious about this. This is a lifestyle not a diet. And sure that the word diet actually means, um, you know, lifestyle in a way, but we as humans have made that word dirty. So when we say diet today, we think of it as lacking good foods, I guess you would say tasty foods. We think of it as depriving ourselves. And that is not what bariatric surgery is all about. It's about teaching ourselves the right way to eat and the right way to take care of our body. And in order to make this surgery successful, because again, you're only being given a tool that's only going to do the heavy workload for the first year, max, right? So if you're not taking those steps and making those changes, the surgery is going to fail. Without a doubt, it's going to fail. So we can't use the word diet when it comes to it. Because again, our our brain thinks diet is deprivation. So we have to use the word lifestyle. It's a lifestyle change. You're taught protein first. You have limited stomach space. And it is very, very valuable. So you want to make sure you're getting your nutrients. So we do protein first, then you incorporate your your veggies, your grains, additional nutrients, 
And really, after that, I mean, you really don't have much stomach space left. There was someone once who said, I have to have a dessert with every meal. And I thought, so you're eating how many grams of sugar with every meal? You just undid all your hard work of eating a healthy meal. And they were like, well, it's balance. That's not really what balance is about. You, you act like you're depriving yourself and eating a salad so you can have a 500 calorie, 60 gram sugar, 60 grams of sugar cookie. It, what's the point in that? That's not balanced because now your body's not going to feed on the nutrients. It's going to feed off the sugar. So you're, and when you have bariatric surgery, think about what that's doing to your body. Think how quickly that sugar is going into your system and you're going to feel real high, real fast on sugar high, and then you're going to crash. That's what's going to happen. So, you know, and I, I've talked about this a lot. I'm completely dairy-free, have been for at least 10 years, I'd say. Because I gave up dairy, other things that are naturally sweet that you find in nature, such as fruit, have become too sweet for me. So I don't have a sugar tooth. And everyone's biggest complaint is that they can never give up cheese. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real honest. Dairy is literally addictive. 100%. The casein protein is addictive. It takes two weeks to even leave your system. So when you don't have cheese and you're craving it, you're craving an addiction. And I'm not, you know, to each their own. But I'm just saying I don't have a sweet tooth and I don't eat dairy. And I think those two things go hand in hand because I used to love a good brownie. Now it tastes disgusting. If I even tried to take a bite of it, I couldn't do it. So really kind of think about that for a second. How much are you putting in your body that then feeds you into wanting other things? You can't just eat one Cheeto, one Pringle. No, you're going to want to eat a bunch. You have one, you're going to want more. If you eat junk food, you're going to want more junk food because it's a vicious cycle and your body's like, ooh, I want this because it's triggering that reward system in your brain. But healthy and rewards aren't always compatible until you start talking about like NSVs and scale victories and all of that stuff. But just think about that for a second. We go into this process, we make a deal with our surgeons that they're going to give us the tool, we're going to make it work. Where are you going to be five years from now? Are you really going to make the changes? Are you really going to follow the diet? Or are you going to say, yeah, 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 you know, I'll get to the weight I want, and then I'm definitely having a can of soda again. Like, this isn't forever. Um, it should be. It really, really should be. Because eating in moderation as a VSG patient is a gateway. And I've said that before, I will say it again. It's just a gateway path because you're like, ah, a handful of M&Ms is going to hurt me. Ah, what, are, what are five french fries off of my kid's plate going to do? I don't have a kid, so my kid is my husband. But you know what I mean. When you start making those little excuses and it's all about moderation, you're slipping. That's all I'm going to say. So just, just think about that for a second. And think about what demons got us to this point to begin with. Every morning, I start my morning off with a delicious, nutritious, totally clean protein shake. Yes, that's right. You heard me. Clean and healthy can also be delicious. Orgain makes 
100% clean, dairy-free, vegan-friendly, gluten-free protein shakes, as well as healthy grass-fed protein shakes if you prefer whey protein. And right now, I have a promo code for 30% off. That's right, 30% from Orgain.com. So go to their website, find your favorite products, whether it be a shake, a sports drink, a nutritional bar, some supplements, yep. They got it all. And then when you check out, use promo code LizRow30. You all see it all the time on my Instagram. I love, love, love the vanilla bean protein powder with the superfoods in it. But lately, I have been kind of cheating on the vanilla with the chocolate fudge and throwing in a little almond butter with it. And let me tell you, chocolate nutty it goodness it's like a totally clean organic candy bar i didn't even know that could exist but it does with this mix so again that's orgain.com promo code lizrow 30 and if you forget this just go to my instagram page it's in my bio and by by demons i mean obviously not the real demon unless you um go that way but why did you start overeating just think about that for a second. And why do diets not work long term? You've done all the different crash diets, you've done all the trends, and they just don't work. So think about that. One of the reasons I would overeat was to make myself feel better. And sure, yes, I had insecurities. I was battling depression. I was battling anxiety, which I've been very honest. Anxiety was at the root of many of my health issues. I mean, I was in physical pain for my anxiety. And it would get to the point where I would go a week without sleeping. And, and I'm 100% serious. A week without sleeping because my anxiety would be rippling over my body. And the only source of comfort I had was food. And even more, I almost think we're programmed to turn to food as, in a certain way, especially women, because we're taught like, oh, PMS, oh, you just want chocolate and you want your ice cream. And, you know, I know people who go crazy over cookies when they're PMSing. And that's the reason. It's PMS. It's not because they've been told that this will make them feel better. Um, when, in fact, it's complete reverse. We've been taught, oh, you're going through a breakup. Break out that pint. Oh, you're sad? Get a glass of wine. You had a bad day? Get a glass of wine. You want to go hang out with friends? Happy hour. And it became this cycle of where there was always good food. And by good food, I mean food that's bad for you. But there was always really good, yummy, tasty food that maybe wasn't so healthy, but you would binge on it. There was always alcohol. There was always a drink. You couldn't be social and not have a drink. There was always a reason, a reason, a season, and I, I just have been hung up on this lately because now that my diet is so different, I find myself not missing things. My husband is an ice cream, just, I don't even know the right word, ice cream addict, maybe? He likes sweets, but ice cream in particular is his weakness. And so he would buy me a little pint of um, vegan ice cream. So like, you know, Ben and Jerry's has it now. Everybody has a vegan ice cream. It's the cool thing to do. It would take me mm, six to eight months 
to finish it because I'd have a bite at a time. And so he bought me one whenever I was on soft foods. And I was trying to get my taste buds back because your taste buds are real messed up after surgery for a while. And I've just had like no desire to eat it whatsoever. So last night I was like, you know what? I'm not even into it. Like, go, just go ahead and have it. And he goes, I noticed that. Well, that's because I've just changed my lifestyle. Now I'm not craving those foods anymore, those comfort foods. I have new comfort foods now, one of which is Kind Bars. It's becoming a real problem because um, it gets a little carb heavy after a while. <laughs> but, um, you know, the longer you stick with this, the less you think about other things. So Bariatric Warrior, it really truly is a mentality because... I know I've said because like 14,000 times, but it's a mentality due to the fact that the more you live it, the less you remember. And I really mean that. The less I remember of what it was like before. I'm not craving things like I used to. Um, mentally, I miss wine. I miss the comfort of holding a glass of wine after a long day or a long week. But I don't really miss the wine itself if that makes sense. Um, but what I'm trying to get to, and I'm not explaining it very, very well, but um, what I'm saying is that mentally, once you change your mindset and once you change your game, you do become this bariatric warrior. And that is why it's so important to me because I'm already seeing people on my board and on Instagram who are kind of failing themselves. And I guess I'm very strong in my convictions and the fact that I did this and it's going to work because it's not like my stomach's going to grow back. It's not like I can go in and have another 80% taken out. I mean, if I had to go in to do a revision, I would have to do R&Y and I didn't want to do that surgery. And I don't want to fail myself and my goals and go through all of this for nothing to not learn a lesson. So when... I talk about bariatric warriors. I also think about why I was overweight to begin with. And I, I know a lot of it was me. I can make excuses and say it was depression, say it was anxiety, say I didn't feel good enough to work out, but I made reasons. Or let me rephrase that. I made excuses for why I couldn't work out, why I couldn't do eat better or why I couldn't get on the cross trainer, why I couldn't take a walk around the block, why I needed a second helping of pasta, my, my ultimate weakness, pasta, um, why I needed a second martini, a third glass of wine. I mean, there, there was always a reason. And that put me in the situation where I needed help because I couldn't do it by myself. And I needed the tool to discipline me. And it has. Because even just eating like one bite too much of my dinner teaches me to listen to my body. Because like tonight, for example, I'm recording this podcast a little bit early because I have a busy weekend. But I had, I made a delicious baked salmon. I found this gourmet seafood seasoning at TJ Maxx, and it's been wonderful. I'll post a picture of it someday on Instagram. And it was only like a four and almost a five ounce piece of fish, which I can normally eat by itself 
with no other vegetables or sides. It takes me a while, usually like an hour and a half, but I can normally eat it. Well, tonight I could only eat three ounces, and that last ounce was hard. And I forced myself to do it because I wanted to hit my protein goal, and I regretted it. I had to get up, and I had to walk in some circles around my living room because there was just no room for it. And I, I almost threw up. And I am almost 12 weeks out. So every day, I have to listen to my body and listen to what it's telling me. That's a bariatric warrior mindset, to always listen to yourself and to take care of yourself and to do what's right for you. And I have made a lot of friends on Instagram. And so I posted this photo of me in my bariatric warrior sweatshirt and, and with all these little phrases or things that we should or shouldn't do. And it said things like delete your food delivery apps, don't buy junk food, get support, motivate yourself, be your own warrior. And so I challenge all of you out there listening to this to be your own warrior. And just start consciously thinking about what you put into your body every day. That helps the absolute most. So today I wrote down exactly what I ate in an effort to help you all. So I started my morning off with my cup of coffee. Yes, it had caffeine in it. I try to limit myself to just a cup. Sometimes it's two. But I started my day off with coffee and a big glass of water. I have these 20-ounce glasses. It makes it perfect for me to measure because I know... It's exactly 20 ounces, and drink five of those a day. I'm at 100 ounces. I'm good. I'm golden. Then around 10 o'clock, I usually have a shake. It's hard for me to eat or drink something that heavy first thing in the morning. My body, I just find, takes a little while to wake up unless I work out first thing in the morning, and then I'm good to go to have a shake right after. For lunch, I took an... um, They're called like egg thins, I think, cauliflower egg thins. They're only eight calories. They have like two grams of protein in them. They're great. They're very, very thin. They don't have a lot of flavor, but it gives you that sensation that you're eating kind of a sandwich wrap. And it's kind of like a really thin crepe, if you will. And then I took my tofurkey sandwich meat. I think I did the hickory smoked turkey flavor. It doesn't really matter. It all tastes the same. So I don't eat a lot of meat, so I like the tofurkey sandwich meat. You could have your own sliced meat of your choice. And I rolled that up with some hummus in it and a little bit of Whole Foods 365 plant-based cheese. Very, very tiny amount, basically just to flavor it. And that's what I had for lunch. So that put me in about 40 grams. And then I had a handful of raw almonds. I like the Target brand, the Good and Gather. They're already prepackaged. Each one is 140 calories, 5 grams of protein, and it makes the perfect little afternoon snack. And then for dinner, I made baked salmon, and I made cauliflower broccoli rice. You know, you can buy all those Jolly Green Giant frozen bags. A half a cup is 2 grams of protein and 20 calories. No way in hell I was even going to eat a half a cup. I think I had two bites of it. And I, out of my almost five ounces of salmon, I had three ounces of salmon. It put me at 59 grams of protein for the day. I've just decided to suck it up and live with that instead of trying to fill that last gram. 
but I will finish my day off at 84 ounces of water as well, so I'm well above my water goal. And water is very important. If you have, if you struggle getting your water intake, flavor it. There's plenty of sugar-free flavorings out there. Lemon juice helps me the most on days where I'm not getting enough, and I can feel myself getting behind in my water goal because it kind of creates a little pucker effect. And you want to just keep drinking it because of the tartness. I also like my liquid IV flavorings. I kind of spread that out over the day over a couple of glasses of water. Because one one little pack of liquid IV is really intense flavoring. So that's my tip there if you're still trying to get in your water goals. Because I if I have two cups of coffee, I make sure I always get 100 ounces of water. Because coffee is a diuretic. And I want to make sure I'm still hydrated. If I have one cup of coffee, then I usually hit around 80 ounces of water, I'd say. So I want to make sure I'm always getting at least 64 ounces of of water no matter what. But I always like to go over my goal, especially if I'm going to drink coffee. And that is, uh, that's my advice for the day. <laughs> I know this is kind of a short podcast, But I just really wanted to encourage everyone out there to be your own bariatric warrior, whether you had the switch, R&Y, there are still some surgeons out there that do the lap band or the balloons. They're kind of practices that are fading out and favor the popularity over sleeve or R&Y, but no matter what your surgery was, I want you to be a warrior. And sometimes that comes down to the clothing, so just for you on my website, I have a promo code WARRIOR20. It's only available on this podcast. I'm not going to post it anywhere. But if you go to LizRaOfficial.com, my entire bariatric collection is 20% off with that promo code. It's unlimited. You can use it as many times as you want. It will only apply to those items. So there's six bariatric-themed clothing pieces. It starts with Mind, Body, Peace, Wellness, and Balance. It's a fleece pullover. These fleece shirts, you guys, it's fleece on the inside. It's so soft. I just, I flew on mine recently and it was the best thing ever. I have a I'm not for everyone sweatshirt. I have hashtag sleeved for my fellow VSGers out there. I have a bariatric warrior sweatshirt and t-shirt. The t-shirt's brand new. It has a variety of colors, unisex sizing. So for my men out there, you can get your own. And then my favorite one is underestimate me, then watch me win. Because I feel like those of us who have struggled with our weight for many years have always kind of been us underestimated. People look at us differently. They don't mean to, they just do. And I have never been one to be shy of overachieving on someone else's low expectations. Let me put it that way. So guys, stay safe out there in the world of COVID. Take care of yourself. Self-care is self-love. I know I sound like a fortune cookie, but it really is. Don't feel guilty for putting yourself first. And be your own bariatric warrior. All right, guys, let's talk soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life with Liz.